Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement good. movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. I'm in a pickle, one guy nodded off better double Who could better tell you what to do than if I were you? My father, my brother, my sister, my daughter, my friends all hate me I don't know why, maybe it has to do with the fact that I get so hot Or maybe because I cheated on her, I'm a cat murderer He's my best bro, but I still think she likes me better My wife give handjob on a tour bus, I have issues with trust Wanna hear my problem, cause I tell you if I must If I were you Tell you what to do if only I were you Pierre Cayers. Was that sublime? It was reggae. It was sublime. Uh, oh, it was sublime to listen to. No, it was actually sublime, the band. Oh. I think Bradley Noel <laughs> himself rose from the dead. <laughs> what song did, what sublime song did it sound like? Um, Mucho gusto. Me llamo Bradley. <laughs> yeah. I am a Takate Ron Jeremy. <laughs> I am a Takate Ron yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah. That's I right. didn't know he had the G.I. Joe Kung Fu grip. You didn't know he had the G.I. Joe? That's a <laughs> part about somebody uh, jerking him off. What? I didn't, I didn't know, know she, she had, had the G.I. Joe, Joe Kung, Kung Fu, Fu grip. grip. Caress me down.
and I say, ooh. <laughs> oh, that's him getting J-Do. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said he hadn't heard, or Pierre, the guy who wrote this song, said he hadn't heard us play a reggae song, so he wrote one for us. Very cool. Talented guy. Thank you. Reggaeton. Pe- no, no, just reggae. Reggaeton. <laughs> <laughs> That's reggae with an air horn. I got it. Um, I just ate. We just scarfed down food really quickly. Yep. Made me think yet again about what a bad eater I am. You were like hunched over the desk, yeah. just sort of shoveling food into your face. Right. Like, does this Pushing. happen to other people? Like, I some sandwiches I can't eat because they're the the bread is too hard and the ingredients are like soft. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I don't have a bite. Like my my teeth don't look at this. Oh yeah. So like I'll bite nice. down on something and pull the sandwich away, and then like a piece of chicken will just slide out from outs from in between the bun actually, and just stay I in my the teeth. Same thing. I think I just don't have sharp teeth. Oh. I think it's hard for them to cut through <laughs> the, the meat, the bread, and the meat. <laughs> we weren't made to eat. <laughs> Evolutionarily, we, we should be dead. But like, I'm I'm in like the bottom five percent of eating normally. Like if it's a burrito, I can't eat it. Like it'll just come apart. Food will fall all over my lap. I have to eat pizza with a fork and a knife. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, do I'm you a dummy. It, do you like taking big bites? Yes. I think that's part of the issue. <laughs> I you shovel d- food into my... Like, I'm just but so that's excited not because, to like, eat. That's, you don't know how. It's because like I, I am the same way. You just want a ton of food. Just right. Like, I want to take one <laughs> bite of a sandwich, and then I'm not going to put it down and chew. I'm right. going to take one bite, and then a second bite. And right, and then I'm still chewing while I'm putting another bite into my mouth. I'm the same way. It's that's bad. Why. <laughs> yeah. It's bad etiquette, bad form. I wouldn't blame the bite. I would... <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely more an attitude thing. Have you ever not ordered something at a restaurant because you're with somebody you wanted to impress and you're like, I can't eat that like a normal person? Yeah, I think it's more I want to like have the guise of being like slightly healthier than I am. Right. But I guess like I wouldn't normally, if it was like a date, I wouldn't get a burger because I think... Oh, that's a sloppy festival right there. Yeah. A, a thick, juicy burger. It's going to be like dripping on my chin, dripping on the plate. I have bad yeah. posture when I'm eating it. Right. You can't even like engage in a normal conversation yeah. because your shoulders come up to your ears. <laughs> I'm like Quasimodo. <laughs> Just shoving a fowl into my open hole. I once, my friends told me like, uh, two of my friends have pointed it out to me that I eat sandwiches <laughs> Like I'm doing the chicken dance or something. Like my <laughs> arms are just like, my elbows are straight out to the side. Yeah. Like, look, at, this is how you could eat a sandwich. <laughs> There's no reason for the elbows yeah. to go out. Right. Like elbows and in, bite. Elbows in. Bite, bite put the sandwich it. down. I'm just like, I need it to be coming at me <laughs> from like above my head. <laughs> Your elbows are out. You're, they're fully akimbo, I would yeah. say. They are quite they're akimbo. Absolutely akimbo. Um, and, oh, <laughs> A toot chair. <laughs> uh, also, when I'm like trying to eat with somebody, I'm impressed. I'm trying to impress whether it be a lady or uh, adults. I'll be like, "All right, when the food comes, <laughs> the ladies you date aren't adults. No, most of them are little little girls." <laughs> uh, I'm like, "When the food comes, don't eat as fast as he-. like when I'm alone." M- well, the way I eat, it looks like I have to eat over a garbage can in yeah. two minutes or less. Like, it's a Sometimes competition. Sometimes you do eat over a garbage yeah, can. Yeah, a garbage can over a sink. Yeah, because it'll just drop and fall. I'm eliminating the middleman. So, and I'm like, all right, food comes, act cool, eat slowly, be chill, chew with your mouth closed, don't talk. Can you do that? No, because then the food comes, and I awaken 
half an hour later and i'm like what happened i just Jekyll did it high. yeah i don't i don't know what i don't remember eating politely i can i only imagine looking at my food for half an hour straight and i look up and the meal is over i'm like oh shit i did everything i would said i wouldn't what do you guys just saw wasn't me <laughs> was, i left here and i went somewhere else and the the slob that you saw before you was a zombie slob. I was slob. floating above the table looking down <laughs> Judging. at this angry animal, at a, a pig at a trough. Here's a sad uh, story from my life that I can talk about because it just triggered. Uh, I think every single one of my ex-girlfriends has told me that I chew with my mouth open. Wow. They find it disgusting. Really? Yeah, they're like, you eat grossly. And I mean, it's true, I did. I do. Uh, <laughs> but one time... I was at uh, a cafe, not even a restaurant, a cafe with an ex. Uh, actually, it was a current girlfriend at the time. Right. My ex girlfriend now. Yes. I don't have to specify that. You didn't have to, but you <laughs> did, so don't backtrack. I'm at a cafe. They serve coffee. They also serve sandwiches and salads. And I'm eating a sandwich, talking to her. Presumably, I have food in my mouth because I don't care to talk. I don't care if I have food in my mouth when I talk. And some guy, I was like 22. I wasn't like a full, like now when adults talk to me, down to me, I have like sort of like, hey, I'm also an adult. You can't do that actually. And I'm like sniveling back. But when I was 22, I was just like, yes, sir, I'm sorry. And he, I was eating, talking uh, to a lady and the guy sitting next to me, he's like, I'm sorry, can you eat with your mouth, or can you chew with your mouth closed? The sound is disgusting. And, and you said, I'm sorry? No, I was just like, uh, I'm like, <laughs> I, I probably did say I'm sorry, but I was, I was just so mortified. And my girlfriend at the time like had to stand up for me, even though she agreed with him. And it felt like extra sad because instead of sure being like, see, I told you so, she's like, hey, like, leave him alone. And I was like, oh, both of you don't like the way I do it. And now <laughs> my girlfriend is standing up for me. They actually ended up dating. <laughs> they left together. They said, actually, you know, I do. Can we get coffee sometime? There's a lot of shit I'd like to talk to you about. Uh, yeah, that was a sad moment in my life. Ten years later, still haven't learned my lesson. Well, at least now somebody said chew with your mouth closed it's disgusting you would tell them to fuck off but do more (laughs) yeah i would maybe like answer sarcastically or be like you know i can do whatever i want to do or like oh i'm sorry and like spit food into his (laughs) face (laughs) um but do i eat very differently when i'm alone like when i'm alone even more so i'm just like no holds barred like you saw me what i was doing yeah. with the sandwich like i've eaten shit was spilling out there was food all over my hands i, I didn't, I didn't really even like want to but I, you know i like i've eaten uh more than once i've eaten dinner so fast in the privacy <laughs> of my own home that i threw up <laughs> it's happened more than one time <laughs> that is a new level you, you, you <laughs> <laughs> I ate so fast and so much that I like vomited. You are a sheep. I was like, you are a lamb. You are a you. Well, Left to your own devices, you will eat until you vomit. Let me tell you, my problem is that I, <laughs> I don't snack. I only eat meals oh, because yeah, I just don't true. get hungry throughout the day. So I'm not like, <laughs> but I, it doesn't like come in little waves. It's like it comes. <laughs> In yeah. one tidal wave when yeah. it's dinner time. So, like, I'll, I'll get home from work, like, oh, whatever, I'm not hungry. I haven't eaten since lunch. And then all of a sudden it's like 8 p.m. Or later. Like, yeah. And I'm like, 10. oh, fuck. I need, I need to eat. Yeah. And I would do this thing where I would, like, 
make pasta, <laughs> and then I would like put. Uh, so I put like pasta and uh, <laughs> you boil so, egg noodles. Uh, so I would make like macaroni and cheese, and I'm like, well, that's not good enough. I can't just have macaroni and cheese. And I would be like, oh, there's like uh, a bunch of turkey here. So I would yeah. like put deli meat turkey in it, yeah. and then I would like cover the entire thing in sriracha. Yeah, and I'd, like add just like adding any. Like a six-year-old chef, right? Just like this tastes good. It was I'll like add I it to was this. A kid this tastes a potion. good. Yeah, and it just so much garbage. <laughs> and then I would scarf it and eat it so quickly. And then I would uh, more than once I threw up because I ate way too way, way way too much. When I imagine you eating, this is like this when you're when you long after you die, and I'm just still around thinking about you still long after. And I imagine you eating. The image of you that's most burned in my mind is you putting three to four potato chips in your mouth at the same time yeah which are hard to do like potato chips aren't malleable like you have to really open your mouth wide yeah and try and they're not like pringles too big yeah they're not pringles where they're easily stacked it's just like four ruffles basically yeah and i'll arrange them to the point where yeah you're like all right now this is a stack of fried potato and And then (laughs) see i don't think i've ever had a girlfriend be like the way you eat is disgusting but they are all impressed by the size of of bites that I can take. Yeah, that's them being disgusted. When no, they say they're, they're impressed. <laughs> they're not depressed. They are impressed. I don't think I've ever had anybody tell me to like, I do because I chew with my mouth closed. Right. I just eat really, really fast. But do you do that in the presence of ladies? Or do you uh, try to calm yourself down? If it's a, if it's somebody I'm comfortable with, I'll eat. I'll eat It'd be interesting to, to go but back like, and yeah, ask I've like them. gone out to dinner with like somebody's parents or something and... You have to be very self-conscious. Try really hard. Or like, I'll get salad. If I can, if I eat it with a fork and a knife, I can like ration it a little bit. You lasted a long time with your salad last night. Yeah. I eat like I'm in a race. (laughs) Like it's a contest. Yeah, you're in a rush. even when I like, when I'm like half paced. Like when you're eating half a bowl of paste. Yeah, when I'm eating half Half a bowl bowl of my my (laughs) sriracha mac and cheese paste. Yeah. I will, like, I'll still beat everybody. I'm just... Just you, that quick. Yeah. <laughs> You're eager. It is true. The line graph of your hunger is like, I'm starving, 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 so full I can puke. Yeah. Starving, 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 <laughs> so full I can vomit. Starving, starving. You have, it's I like, like I have s- an eating disorder, but yeah. not like on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just bad. It's, it's in a bad order. Whereas I just like snack throughout the day. I never allow myself to get too, uh, I never allow, yeah, starving. Well, I don't, yeah, I guess I... I haven't been hungry in a year. Really? Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. You were hungry yesterday. Yeah, I was starving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but not hungry. No, not hungry. I, I wasn't I in hungry. between extremes. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> so, this is If I Were You, the only vice podcast Can on the really internet. Can we really do the show now? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we still we'll have half an hour eating. to go. I don't know how what else to say. I'm a disgusting man. We do eat the same, but different. We, we eat the same way, but not the same food. I think that you're you are slightly sloppier. Like more stuff will fall off of your plate and yeah. be like on your on your face. And I probably overeat more. Right. And when I get food on my fingers, I, I, it grosses me out to lick my own fingers. Oh, yeah. I never do that. So I'm just like, I just deal with this. Like right now I had a chicken pesto sandwich where the bread was really good. But again, crispy outside. The inside was so wet Tough, yeah. that I just take one bite and everything slides out of the underside. Mm-hmm. Then I start like picking it up and trying to form my own sandwich using like half the piece of bread and like the, the wet chicken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like holding it with two fingers and I bite into it and sauce comes out of the side. Then like a tomato slides out. 
my my hands and fingers are like covered in hot uh, dressing. This is our live podcast for everybody <laughs> listening. We are in front of sold out theater in Melbourne. Deafening, deafening <laughs> silence. That would be so funny. Uh, so I I don't know where I was. It, I'm it's bad. <laughs> It's disgusting. And I've had strange, not only girlfriends, but <laughs> strangers. full on strangers tell me I <laughs> yeah. was a bad eater. Of course. And they should have. And I still haven't quite learned. Maybe I'll actually make a conscious effort to do change. Maybe yeah. that's why I have never cared enough to change. Otherwise, I would have changed. That's such, that's like a, such a last thing for me. Like, I've got so much <laughs> more to figure out. Yeah, you have so many problems in life. Not problem, but like if I'm making myself a better person, <laughs> I'm going to try to nail down like almost everything and then... I can't imagine having my life so perfectly together that yeah. I'm like, all right, this week I'm going to buy uh, a soap dish <laughs> and learn how to eat. <laughs> and then I can finally kill myself then, for I've perfected human. I've checked every single box. <laughs> but like, can't you imagine like Matt Damon when he eats a wrap, it doesn't spill at all? Yeah, I wonder what, like, Google what, what does Matt Damon eat for lunch? Yeah, when you see Matt Damon eating a burrito, I don't see it getting everywhere. Because he probably doesn't overfill it. Uh, no, I think he just has a great bite and a lot of patience. Wait, what am I Googling? <laughs> what does Matt Damon eat for lunch? <laughs> he just, I don't know. There's Can a we lot start of... a Twitter campaign? Uh, we got our show, we got our pilot shot. Uh... <laughs> I want to know what Matt Damon eats for lunch. Is that crazy? Or Hashtag bad? what does Damon eat for lunch? What uh it doesn't actually we should have Matt in <laughs> Mr. Damon. I just want to see you eat a sandwich. But there's lots of stuff that I'm like, I'm carrying three bags and it's spilling over, or I have a bad and you're umbrella. Like, oh, Matt Damon wouldn't have this third bag. Right. What would Matt Matt Damon is never like uh on his like trying to grab something out of the back of his car and he like he can't reach for it right do you think matt damon's ever like gotten out of his car then realized he forgot his cell phone in the car then went back in to get the cell phone and then shut the door and realized oh fuck my keys are in there (laughs) no matt damon wouldn't do that yeah he's got it so together do you think matt damon's ever like dropped a chapstick below the seat like in between the seat and the door and he like can't reach for it so he has to open the back seat like but his his standing in traffic yeah. And his doors open and cars are honking right, at right, him. Right, and he also like has to pee really, really bad while yeah. this is all happening, and he like squirts just a little bit <laughs> into his pants. No. So now it's like he's got, he's got like just wet pants for right. the rest of the day. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen to Matt. Damon. Or like, how do you think Matt Damon? Like, when sometimes I travel and I have a, a roller, but also a suit and also a bag filled with uh, food for the plane. Right. So I'm like holding the suit. I'm holding the carry on, and then like the this the. the plastic bag is starting to rip and i look like i don't have my shit together right what would matt damon do what does he do to make that not happen does he not have food on the plane maybe he doesn't have to carry food on he probably rides first class so he's like oh they'll they'll give me a meal so he doesn't have to carry a plastic bag that's really thin with sabra hummus and pretzel chips uh fruit salad and a bottle of water yeah Yeah. that's true that's true (laughs) what else does matt damon not do what else do you do in life that you're like, how does Matt Damon do? Oh, uh, when I brush my teeth, there's like lots of uh, uh, toothpaste that drips out of my mouth. So I have to do it over the sink, kind of going in line with the, uh, the, um, right. the food thing. It sounds like not very good at keeping your mouth shut. That's what it is. That's what does Matt means. Damon sleep with his mouth open? Does Matt Damon snore? Matt Damon's the kind of guy that brushes his teeth with a regular toothbrush then he just spits into the sink and he's done. Yeah. Like, I have to wash out. I like have to rinse. Could, Matt Damon could be, like, 
walk, walking around in his kitchen, getting yeah. putting a pot of coffee. <laughs> yeah, he's brushing his teeth. Yeah, quick into the bathroom. Yeah, just like spit. Yeah, and then it's all like spit once, and all of the toothpaste is out. No, I, yeah, yeah, I have to rinse more than once. Yeah, exactly. So what is Damon? What's what's Damon hiding, man? <laughs> How does he do it? He's a Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's he's, what we're trying to tell clear. you. <laughs> and that's the point of this show. We're trying to tell you guys, you can also attain this level of Damon. You have to pay us money. Uh, <laughs> we uh, should start our own religion called Damonism. Damonism? Uh, like, oh, Satan worshippers, they, they pray to demons. Well, we pray to <laughs> Damon. Uh-huh. So, WW Matt Damon do. Yeah. And then, like, we would try to just... Or ideally... how do Matt... How does Matt Damon do? How does uh, Matt Damon do? I bet Matt Damon has a watch. You think he has a watch? Yeah, I don't think he's ever like fumbling for his phone to check the time. Do you think his phone is ever at like 2% and he has to ask a friend like or ask a restaurant like, hey, can you charge my phone? Yeah, never. Back? Never. I bet he never has the just like, dips below 60%. Yeah, yeah, I bet he... <laughs> for sure. Damon, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Do you think Damon ever like puts his socks on, but like not really well? So like the the heel part that's a different color is like at the top, and you can sort of see it. Or his oh. socks are always like perfectly aligned like this. Yeah, they're probably always perfect. I yeah. Bet. Do you think Damon unlaces his shoes before he puts them in, or does he just slide into them like this? Like he like pounds down until his feet are in. I bet he sits down, unties. Sit- I don't think he unties because that's not very efficient. That's not very Damon-like. But you can't think you he see sits Damon... down, unties his shoes, and then ties... He's not yeah, Mr. Can... Rogers. He's Matt Damon. But can't you see Damon, like, lacing up, a, like, a, a tough boot? Like, one one firm yank, and he's laced up. Oh, that's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. I didn't think of him lacing it up, like, with one firm. Uh. Well, I didn't think of boots, dude. <laughs> Of course Damon's got boots, man. What do you think? Damon just has Birkenstocks or Crocs? I thought maybe he'd have like a sleek pair of Nikes just for shopping. Just I can for see like that. Just to the store. He's not going to boot up. Yeah, or he goes to like the Laker game. He like puts on some Nikes and, and a Celtics hat. hat. Yeah, of course he's got the Celtics baseball. Hat. Yeah, yeah, Celtics hat because he's from That's Boston. Right. That's nice. That's another thing South Damon would do. You think Damon burps? Matt Damon? I bet he does like very, very quietly. And it's like just, you know, not a public like belch, but just like a... Oh, almost he does like a, oh almost God, like a hiccup. My, you know, like sometimes when you burp and you feel really, really, really great afterwards. Yeah, I bet it's like that. It's just like he does like a little burp to himself, throws <laughs> it to the side, nothing, and then it's just like, wow, my chest feels light. I think he does that half hiccup burp. So like he'll be finishing a meal and he'd be like, <sighs> sorry, like that's his burp. Oh, and he'd still apologize. Yeah, there was nothing to be sorry. right. Exactly. <laughs> of course, you don't have to apologize, Matt Damon. Mr. Matt Damon, please don't You're, apologize. Be yourself. <laughs> I encourage you. I asked you here because I want to be your friend and learn how you do things. Actually, in addition to you being yourself, I would also like to be yourself. Yeah. So <laughs> I think you could start a religion where everyone tries to be yourself. Don't be yourself. Be Matt Damon's self. That's be the perfect you. person. Always ABD. Always be Damon. Always be Damon. Always be Damon. Do you think Damon lives in Raven Nest? D- Matt Damon? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Raven Nest is Matt Damon's weekend home. Amazing. So, like, when he's out and he doesn't want to deal with traffic, he'll sort of, like, chill out. I summer sp- in the Garden of Eden. He will, <laughs> it's my pita tear. <laughs> right. He will spend a weekend or, or a, a two-week hiatus in Raven Nest. Wow. That's right. Very professional. And he deserves to be in Raven Nest. Very sleek. And we do not deserve to be in Raven Nest. I can't stress enough how... 
how we weren't even count, uh, given a counteroffer to Raven Nest. Yes. Because that would entail that we, we were negotiating for Raven Nest. The owner didn't even want to speak to us. That's right. We approached a Rolls-Royce dealership and said, I will take one. I will give you a leaf for it. Yeah. And they didn't even want to entertain the idea of accepting. We were like a homeless the... person babbling. <laughs> That's what we were. At the heels of Raven Nest. So to, 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 wrap, to wrap up this little intro, we eat poorly. We are homeless. We are not Damon. And we have not yet received Raven Nest. We will be on Damon status. We will be Damon level. How can you be Matt Damon? Who can be Matt Damon but Matt Damon? And can we achieve Damon? <laughs> is this you talking to like a, a two or 3,000 people at a super church rally? Now, how can you be Matt Damon? Um, all right. Should we take a break? <laughs> is it time? Uh, just about. Why don't we? T- All right, we'll take a break, take one sponsor, and then we'll actually give people advice only on If I Were You. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending $1.5 million a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. This HeadGum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Uh, this episode comes out after our Australia tour, but we're recording it before. So right. who knows what will have happened. We are leaving tonight mm-hmm. on a red eye. That's right. Uh, we both may die from an Ambien overdose. I'm, I decided not to take Ambien. Coward. I'm afraid to take Ambien. Okay, so I, I'm sorry yeah. to call you a coward. <laughs> I, am a, I, I don't want to tease you if you actually are afraid. <laughs> well, I'm afraid to take this medicine that I've never taken on an airplane. What a dangerous situation. It's just a sleeping pill. Yeah, but what if one time out of 100 some shit goes wrong? That's not a risk I'm willing to take. I think I could sleep well with just some Nike. I'm going to pop some Nikes. Don't try to make NyQuil sound cool. Pop a Nike, I'm sweating. What do you think, what do you think Damon takes? Of course, Damon doesn't need help. He's sleeping. always well rested. He yeah. just closes his eyes and uh, falls asleep peacefully. How do you think he sleeps on an airplane? Arms folded, mouth closed, chin down? Yeah, I bet he... A lowered, lowered Well, he's obviously hat. in first class. You have to remember that he's rich. <laughs> so, like, you're already... He's not dealing with the same problems that you necessarily But, are. like, let's say on sitting, L.A. You're to New York. coach. Yeah. So you're... You have a limited recline. Of course. Uh, Damon's got a full... I got 30 degrees of a, pitch. He's, he's got a flatbed. But not necessarily on a domestic flight. Where What domestic... L.A. to New York doesn't necessarily this, have 100, 180 degree flatbeds. On all the Delta flights they do, on the JetBlue I think first that- class they do. <laughs> That's enough. I- you better believe that he is, if he's taking a red eye, which I, you know, he's I not bet Damon's a not eye. doing a yeah. red eye across the country no. like that, yeah. okay? No. And if he does, then he'll make sure he has a flatbed, or I'm sure he's flying fucking private. You actually, you insult the... The very essence that is Matt Damon. When you say, "How do you sleep on your dr- on your domestic flight when you're flying American Airlines and your layovers in Chicago?" You know, how do you sleep? Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Why are you mad? Because you insult him. <laughs> I do not. Insult you're him. flippant. You're being he doesn't glib. deserve your flippance. He doesn't deserve your glib. <laughs> it's catty. It's tacky. It's not. It is. It's petty. All I said is, how do you think he sleeps on flights? (laughs) You assumed a lot. And when I think you're assuming, you assume you make an ass out of yourself and Damon. (laughs) You assume Matt Damoning, and when you assume Matt Damon, you make an ass out of you, but never Matt Damon. (laughs) For he is unassable. Um. Arms folded. How do I think he sleeps? I think he sleeps just fine. He does. <laughs> and I think you don't need to worry about it. You think he snores? Definitely not. No, he's a very peaceful sleeper. <laughs> For he has just the sweetest dreams. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, um, we got time for one question? No, maybe. No, we got time for more. Um, 
on Snapchatting now. That's a thing that's happening. Yeah. So if you have Snapchat, if I haven't not give if I haven't given up on Snapchat, my name is Amir Bloom, B L Double O M. And he is looking for dick pics. <laughs> the more the hairier. Uh, we just gave out my Snapchat as well. Jake Demand eighty five. I was gonna say, but you can't hear it unless you subscribe to the newsletter. <laughs> All right. But yeah. I can always bleep it. I can always get you a lot. Because I want the dick pics too. All right. Uh, we need a guy's name. Bourne? What's Bourne's name? Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Who's cooler, Matt Damon or Jason Bourne? Probably Matt Damon. Because he has a fucking writing Oscar. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Jason Bourne's just the fucking ninja. And by the way, he's not real. Who? Jason Bourne. Oh, of course, yeah. So I'm saying Matt Damon is real. Yeah, he has that going for him. He has a him. leg up on him. Plus, Damon's richer. That's true. I think James. How do you think? How much do you think Jason Bourne gets? If you're like a assassin in it. Well, he had like actually unlimited money because he was sort of like a secret like uh, government op thing. So he did have a lot of. Uh, how does that work? You have a bank account. You have you he had go several to the bank ATM. accounts. Jason Bourne. Yeah. Well, well he had a lot ATM. of different aliases and different names, but he had like lots of cash and money and all these accounts. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Does he have a four hundred one k? I'm just worried that Jason Bourne isn't worrying about the future. He's not thinking about longevity. Yeah. And retiring. Let's say at, at age sixty five when he can't kick butt anymore does he have a nest egg i don't know is he investing that's a good question he knows how to live off the grid that's true all right so this is what jason Bourne writes through some careless right swiping i have matched with my ex-girlfriend on tinder we broke up three years ago after dating for two years we were in high school and we dated and are in college now so we started chatting and she told me that she's staying in the city where her college is for most of the summer which is about an hour from where i live she told me I should come visit sometime this summer and that she'd show me around the city. I can only imagine that she's thinking about hooking up, but maybe that's only because I am. So my first question is, do you think she has that on her mind? My second question is, should I do it? I don't really have anyone to date or hook up with in my hometown, so odds are it'll be kind of a dry summer. Our breakup was pretty clean and I doubt she has any serious feelings for me and I don't have any for her. Just good memories. And after the summer, I'll be back at school and have next to no chance of running into her. As you can tell, I've pretty much made up my mind and convinced myself I should do it. But I'd love to hear your thoughts either way. Much love, Jason Bourne. He's already fucking her. Yeah, <laughs> this is way too late. We're recording this on June 1st. Comes out June 15th. You have you are in a relationship with her by this point. <laughs> oh, no. You're back together with Talking your ex. You wouldn't know if this is on her mind. They yeah. met on Tinder. And she says, and you have no friendship. Visit. And they say, and she says, come visit. He's like, does she want to hook up with me? Is that Could that be the case? Yes, I imagine it is. Would you ever do that? Would you ever go back to the well? Have you ever slept with an ex-girlfriend yet again? After uh, years? It's, I don't think so. Oh, maybe. Eh. No. Interesting, maybe. right? Maybe. It's been rare. Yeah. I I am bored by that. But I think it could be interesting. Like, I think here's what I, I would say. Uh, your last ex-girlfriend, like, if you just broke up with her, don't go back and sleep with her. But if there's, like, an, another ex or two in between, yeah. it might be kind of fun to revisit that. It's the old, like, I can only become, with my, uh, I can only become friends with my second girlfriend if I'm done with my third I don't know that rule. I think that's yours. That's right. That's a rule I made up. Like, right. when I'm in my third girlfriend, I can't hang out with my second. I can only hang out with my first. There's got to be a buffer ex-girlfriend. A buffer ex. I think if I was in a relationship with you and you were exercising that 
mm-hmm. logic. It's not that normal for your partner. <laughs> I think it's more normal, like you're saying, for you, right? Yeah, I'm saying, know. oh, so much time has passed. I've already had and lost another relationship. Now I can revisit the one before that. Yeah, that's fair. You need a buffer ex. Yes. I'm saying my ex needs to be buffer. You wish. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to be jacked. Yeah. I want her to squat, deadlift me. Like Jason Bourne yeah. himself. <laughs> Jason Bourne in a wig, ideally. Uh, so you would not sleep with an ex? No, if there was an ex in between, I would. Like right now, there are ex-girlfriends that'd be like, yeah, that'd be fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But not, I wouldn't necessarily, mm, I don't know. What's the point of sleeping with someone that you know you already, you already had her, you already went through that, and now you're going back? Doesn't that seem like you're regressing? I think as long as he doesn't get back into a relationship with this person, because he also doesn't want to be in like a long-distance relationship. But, but he's risking like it. hooking up. Three years, especially, and also people changed so much since high school. They might not have even slept together in high school. Holy shit. So how about if you've never slept with her, you should. And if you have, then don't. I, that's your advice, not mine. That's mine. Okay. That's my advice. All right. That way, like if you sleep with her now, it won't even affect your number. <laughs> and at that point, what are you doing it for? What are you if you're not yeah. the number? <laughs> if you're not getting that attaboy, why shoot a basket if, it, if you know it goes in and it won't count? <laughs> Yeah, a fucking notch on a bedpost. I yeah. have a tattoo, <laughs> a hash mark for every, 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 I can't even finish it. <laughs> I'm too full. Uh, yeah, that's my advice. If you've already slept with her and you've already been there and you've already uh, experienced her, why don't you spend your time and energy and effort focusing on finding a new lady? And I don't think that they're the two are mutually exclusive. I think you could go visit your girl, your ex girlfriend, and have sex with her, and you could focus on having sex with other people. You know, get it while the getting's good. I say. <laughs> so you're saying any sex is good sex? Yes, I would say that. So like having sex with someone that you've had sex with before is still better better than not having sex at all. Yeah, it, well, and if, especially if you haven't done it for a while, it'll probably be different. Yeah. She's experienced other things and you've experienced other things. So maybe the sex will, will be even better. How about if you haven't slept with someone in five years and you do it again, you get to add it to the number. <laughs> Give me the number. number. I really need the add a number. You're also a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, you're talking about the difference between zero and one, which I get is a pretty big deal. For you. Uh, all right. That was short and easy. Let's uh, see if we can answer, answer one more uh, before we have to go, we have to catch a flight. That's amazing. We have to catch a flight to Australia. Let's do it. Um, oh, here's one about international travel. Cool. Uh, it's from a lady. All right. Does Matt Damon ever play a lady in a movie? Um, huh. Doesn't he? <laughs> Was he Mrs. Doubtfire? That is what I was thinking of. You were thinking of Mrs. Doubtfire, and you thought Matt Damon. Well, was no, there. I was trying to. I was like racking my brain, and I kept on picturing him in drag. Yeah, uh, but wait, let me look. I want to look it up. Matt Damon as a woman would probably be pretty attractive, right? Just because Matt Damon is a good-looking human. Agreed. <laughs> There's no way he played a woman in drag. I mean, what about the closest that he did was uh, doing an entire movie as Greg Kinnear's Siamese twin. Oh, yeah, he has a sense of humor. Yeah. That's kind of fun. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, it, it doesn't seem like he's played a woman. All right. What's his name in the Adjustment Bureau? Or give me a good character name on his IMDb. 
La Beef in uh, True Grit. Oh yeah, that was good. His name is just, it's just La Beef. <laughs> um, those Cone brothers still got it. Everybody's name is pretty funny in this. What is there? Rooster Cogburn, <laughs> La Beef, Lucky Ned Pepper. Pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Ready? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Now you're just watching the trailer. <laughs> he was good in this one. Have you seen True Grit? Yeah, it was great. Uh, all right. Hey, guys, I need your help. I met these guys traveling, and they were just normal American guys from what I can tell. I'm from England. Anyway, long story short, we were all sitting around this hostel in Croatia enjoying a nice big bowl of pesto pasta, telling stories about ourselves, and getting to know each other when, bam, as if it was no big deal, they started telling me the story about how three of them gangbanged some fat mother of three in Iceland. It was so unexpected. These guys seemed moderately normal when you spoke to them. We carry on talking, and this wasn't a one-time thing. They have various gangbangs all over Europe on their travels. I like the guys and found them hilarious, but should I go and stay with them if I go to America, or do you think that's a terrible idea? Basically, can you trust a gangbanger? Love, <laughs> a beef. <laughs> oh. I was really ready to forgive them if they'd only done it once. Yeah. <laughs> it seems kind of sadistic in a weird way that it's just like a couple friends who have been involved in several gangbangs. The first time I read this, it read as a, an unwanted sex thing, but gangbang doesn't necessarily mean that, right? Of course. Yeah. If, they, if it was the other way around, they should be rounded up and killed. Right. <laughs> so these are, this is a purely consensual situation where they're just yeah. group fucking a woman. So I, 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 that makes me sort of be like, that's not that big of a deal as long as everybody involved, like, you know, then you're just, you're judging people for their sexual preferences. Yeah. Which these people are a little, it's a little odd. It's definitely a strange they fetish gang to bang. have. It's they, like they, I, ha they have group, basically. I can't come unless my two boys are. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's a group sex session, but it's only, what's the difference between a gangbang and an orgy? Is it just one woman and the rest guys? Uh, I get. I mean, I'm sure it's so. It's like so nuanced <laughs> that you probably use both. But yeah, when you say gangbang, I think it's like it's one woman and lots of <laughs> men. Okay, so as a single lady, would you say it's okay for this girl to trust her intuition and travel with these who guys who she says is, are hilarious? Or should she be like, no, I'm not traveling. Can I can't trust these gangbangers. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, if I wonder if it was my sisters or something, I'd be like, don't do that. But I don't know. I'm more judgmental and protective about them. Right. It, it seems like this is a situation where she should, you know, go with her gut. And if she's like, I don't like this, I don't know if I should go travel with them, then maybe don't. Yeah, I guess or if they've if never threatened you, like they've never, it's, if it's just like a seemingly innocuous sexual fetish that they have, then it's not that much different than, oh, these three guys have slept with the same girl. Right, as long as they're not cities. pressuring you to do anything. Like, why should, why should it be any different that it's happening at the same time? Like, what if they're like, oh, uh, these three guys slept with the same girl in Iceland, and then later on they slept with the same girl in Florence, and then in Rome, and then in Paris. Right. And it's like, oh, that's a little weird, but it's, it's not threatening. But the fact that they did it all at the same time feels like kind of a vague threat. Well, gangbang also sounds violent. Yeah, because it's like, oh, that's what you call someone that's, that has nothing to do with sex. You say, oh, that guy's a gangbanger. Hmm. That just means he's in a gang. And like, bang, bang. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> like a shoot 'em up sound. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, we should call it group love. Yeah, these group lovers. Suddenly, it's not that dangerous seeming. Right. As, as long as they're not trying to get you to do anything that you don't want to do. Yeah. What they and they're normal and fun in person, and also that the stories are like at least moderately respectful of the people. I guess it sounds like they're not. If they're like this fat <laughs> mother in Iceland, they kind of sound like assholes. Actually, I'm going back and forth. I think these guys suck. <laughs> But can you hang out with guys that suck? Can you trust guys that suck? As long as they suck in a specific way that doesn't threaten you, I think you can. Right. Follow your heart. Follow your heart, indeed. W.W. Matt Damon did. Uh, All right. Uh, Thank you for writing in. If you have your own questions or your own theme song submissions, that email address is ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. The opening theme song was written by Pierre, a French-Canadian reggae artist, uh, and this last one is Gareth, who made us a Rather Be parody. Very nice. Hey, do you think Matt Damon ever, like, has a sort of like a, a card where he that he uses, like, to get punches? Like, hey, oh, no like coffee. Yeah, no. I'm not even done. So, like, <laughs> 10 punches, you get a free coffee. And then, like, he'll lose the card and they'll get a new one. So he's just got, like, eight different cards <laughs> yeah. with three punches on them. Yeah. And, and he, he asks like, them. will walk in and he'll say, hey, can I just, like, add these up? Yeah. And they're like, no, sir, they all have to be on the same card. Right, like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's like, oh, so, so I'm, I'll just pay full price for the 11th Robex juice. Yeah, no, I don't think that's ever happened to Damon. Me either. <laughs> that's awesome. Damon, you rule, man. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll be back in a week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. got no one to turn to and so you email these two demons whose shows called if i were you you tune into the podcast to see if yours gets through and you start to get excited because ben schwartz is with them too each question that they take With every name that's fake Hoping that your one's next But as Amir and Jake Are going to undertake Reading the next email Ben says Firstly though Can I ask you a question? Sure, Amir says And laughs at this gesture Forty minutes go by How the time flew now it's all over till next week's if I were you No, 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 how could I not get through? No, 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 please tell me what to do No, 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 now I'm completely screwed